Bleacher Report has come out with their initial power rankings heading into training camp. We're going to talk about the Bears ranking on that list. We're also going to go over Khalil Herbert, also listed as one of the running backs ready to break out in the 2023 season, and the Bears work out a wide receiver to potentially replace Chase Claypool. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys can follow me right off the top at CEO Hayes. But more importantly, you can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform that we're on. Now, for those that didn't get a chance to see the emergency episode yesterday that we dropped on YouTube, me and Steve-O, we're going to just catch up with the fact that Chase Claypool was put on the physically unable to perform list to start off training camp. Now, we don't know exactly what if it's still that soft tissue injury that he suffered before that held him out of minicamp uh, and OTAs, or if this is something else that has popped up. But as we said yesterday, especially Steve-O pointed out, this is just the wrong time for something like this happening to Chase Claypool, considering the doubt around him. And while I have said my own piece and my thoughts on that doubt around Chase Claypool, and if it's you know legitimate or not, sometimes some sen- sensationalism from the national media in regards to that, but at, when it's all said and done, even taking out the concerns and questions around his motor and motivation, things like that, this is a contract year for Chase Claypool, and a year in which this was supposed to be him starting off being fully integrated into the Chicago Bears offense, right? That that Luke Getzey was going to be able to really get a look at him in training camp and all three of these wide receivers together to kind of figure out the best balance for it. And it does suck that potentially, right? Because he can be take, taken off the physically unable to perform list at any time. It's not like the injury reserve list or anything like that. As long as he's not on there, it's a, it's a sign uh, for at least some positivity. But, you know, considering just Chase Claypool amongst those three wide receivers brought the most size, 6'4", 238 pounds. It's just a, a big target, nice big target for Justin Fields. And the next biggest a wide receiver that we have up is Equinomius St. Brown. Now, he did work himself into being a solid target for Justin Fields out of necessity, right? But we really wanted to see what DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, and Chase Claypool all were going to get uh, get to look like as a trio together to start off the season. And, you know, not to say that that's completely out of the realm of possibility yet. Like I said, uh, he, he, he can be removed off that list at any given time, any given day. And because of that, he can re- return immediately to training camp, practicing with the team, things like that. So, you know, it is what it is. Let's hope for the best in that, you know, it's not. But, you know, this, of course, for the Bears fans and other people who already doubted Chase Claypool, who doubted, you know, him finding his role on the team, uh, doubted his ability, some already calling Chase Claypool a bust, things like that for the for the people who had that doubt. This just adds another reason up for concern around Chase Claypool, unfortunately. Now, it is going to be up to him to really uh, come out of this uh, and, and play much better and do those type of things. And I, for one, hope that he can and will do, right? I, I hope that Chase Claypool, when it's all said and done, this is something that maybe lasts a week, maybe even lasts a couple of weeks, but he's, he's ready to go before the ending of preseason and definitely ready to go by the start of the regular season because, listen, I want to see what this team looks like with that full wide receiver room healthy and ready to go. But, of course, there are players that are ready to step up in his absence. Equinomi St. Brown, who I already mentioned. Tyler Scott, another one who's ready to go. And then you look at both Dante Pettis and Vellis Jones, two players that we kind of came into training camp expecting them to have to make a name for themselves on the special teams side of the ball. This could get them back into potentially, you know, being in that wide receiver rotation a little bit more than what they were initially uh, going to be. 
But with that said, the Bears have worked have now brought in another wide receiver to work out in Isaiah Ford. This is a guy who was drafted in the seventh round by the Miami Dolphins. Uh, he last time that he played uh, was the 2021 season. He had 12 receptions for 161 yards. He spent all of last season basically on the Indiana Indianapolis Colts um, practice squad. So there's enough, you know, thought process and looking at it that this isn't a major thing. If anything, this may be a depth piece or depth move uh, by the Chicago Bears, but you don't really expect it to be anything significant right now you, you would expect the players that are already on this roster to have a much higher chance and opportunity to do it but so you know I, I don't want to overlook Isaiah Ford by any ch- stretch of the imagination they brought him in for a reason they brought him in right after the Chase Claypool well the day after the Chase Claypool uh, news was announced he's 6'2 201 pounds so it's not like he offers that same level of big big target uh, capability that uh, Chase Claypool does. So if I had to guess it, this is a guy that we're probably wanting to bring in, look at, uh, maybe use on special teams. And I don't really see too much of it personally, but hey, I've been wrong on stuff before and you never quite know. But all right, let's move on from that topic and get into uh, the topic about Khalil Herbert. Now we had a video early last week uh, and it's actually based off a voicemail we got from a user asking uh, if if Khalil Herbert was being underrated by the media and by Bears fans. Well, Bleach Report said they that we that saw that they heard that that caller's uh, voicemail and they decided to respond back with a resounding, "Hey, no, we expect a lot from Khalil Herbert." Uh, and so Bleach Report had a list of five running backs ready to break out in the 2023 season, and Khalil Herbert was listed as number two on that list and said this. They they highlighted Khalil Herbert's 5.7 yards per carry average that he had last season, um, and you know, his expectation to be a better and bigger pass uh, catch catching option than Dante Foreman. Now, I don't know if I necessarily believe that Khalil Herbert is going to be a bigger pass catching threat than Dante Foreman or Roshan Johnson in that matter. But the fact of the matter is this, Khalil Herbert has the inside edge. He's improved every single year, both years he's been with the Chicago Bears thus far. And you would think that at least internally, they will want to take a look at their own guy first. But we already know. They're coming in with a true opening uh, camp battle for that starting running back position, and Khalil Herbert has as much of a chance as anybody else when you look at it. Like, his first year, 433 yards, two touchdowns. Last season, 731 yards on 129 carries, four touchdowns. And listen, that average that we said, 5.7 yards per carry, in that average, that is not anything to overlook. Khalil Herbert absolutely Deserves, you know, that chance, that opportunity, and even being listed on a, on a, as a running back that could potentially break out. He shared snaps his whole career so far in Chicago. That's going to continue. There doesn't look to be any change to that when you just look at the, the, the running back room that we have. But now if he is end up thrust into that number one running back role, and he earns it more, more importantly in saying he's thrust into it, there's all reasons to believe that Khalil Herbert could potentially have a breakout season. It just there, there's there's enough reason to think that. And so, you know, I hope the best for Khalil Herbert. He's a Chicago Bear. He was drafted by us. You guys know how I feel about players that are drafted by Chicago Bears. I, I love any player that comes in and wants to be a Chicago Bear. Let me be clear there. But it's just something a little bit different when players are drafted by, Bear, by the Bears and are able to have the majority of their career here. Uh, Khalil Herbert going into year three. It's the year that we expect a lot of, you know, growth from him, growth from Justin Fields. And with the improvements on the offensive line, as well as the improvements in the passing game that we hope, it really does 
hopefully opening up that running game a little bit more. So many teams knew last season that we were run-reliant. We had to rely on our running game heavily. And hopefully now if the passing game becomes a little bit more of an option that we, we see that open up and maybe Khalil and the other running backs and Dante Foreman, Roshan Johnson, all really have solid seasons in whatever their role is called to be. But I do think that having him on this list, it, it's, it's, it makes sense. It's completely respectable, and it makes sense to me to have Khalil Herbert as a potential running back that can break out when you look at just how he's grown so far. The fact that he could be going into a starting running back position as being the, the running back one, still splitting, car- splitting carries and things like that. But there's all reason to believe that Khalil Herbert could potentially have a breakout. And there's a lot of doubt really around Khalil Herbert, right? From Bears fans, from the national media, everything. There's a lot of doubt. And especially when you lose a player like David Montgomery and you replace him with solid solid players in their own right in, in, in uh, Dante Foreman. And, you know, we think the world and Bears fans really do believe. And I think it's it's legitimate that Roshan Johnson is eventually going to be one of those, uh, start, one, one, the starting running back eventually, or at least get a lot of carries and split, uh, split back backfield for the Chicago Bears, Khalil Herbert absolutely could break out. So I'm going to turn this question to you guys. When you look at that that uh, Khalil Herbert being listed on that list as a, as a running back that could break out in the 2023 season, do you agree with it? Do you think that he has that chance and will? More importantly, will he break out next, next season with the Chicago Bears? Let me know what you guys think on all that down below. Now, another thing from Bleacher Report is we did get uh, Bleacher Report's power rankings to start off the season, and the Chicago Bears came in at number 30. Now, while I don't take this as a slight as some things like Colin Cowherd and others have said, they really pointed towards the up-and-down season that the Chicago Bears had, right? Yes, we had the the league's worst record last season, and until you see the product on the field, it makes sense, and it's fair, I think, to have doubt around a team that while they have made tons of improvements over the offseason, you still have to show it. And so, especially with protecting Justin Fields and Justin Fields' growth, as a passer, right? If those things come along, like I said before, we know what we what we potentially have in Justin Fields and what this offense hopefully can look like as well. And so, you know, when you hear Justin Fields, and they quoted this in this article as well, Justin Fields talking about being the first Bears quarterback to pass for 4,000 yards, him saying, I will. I plan on doing it this year. So I think there, like, there are a lot of outlets that have doubts around the Chicago Bears, some of it more legitimate than others. Some of you look at and say, hey, you doubt us for some of the same thing you have promised in other teams for, but ultimately the Bears have earned every bit of doubt that they have. They just have, right? When you're a three and 14 uh, team, you're going to have doubts around you. And it's up to the Chicago Bears to answer a lot of those questions. And so when you look at the questions facing the Chicago Bears next season, of course, the biggest one is the growth and development of Justin Fields. Next up is the growth and development of Lugetti and the Bears' offense overall. How do we round out now as an offense with what shapes up to be a way better offensive line and better offensive weapons for Justin Fields to use? In the tight end department, adding Robert Tanya to Cole Komet, adding in DJ Moore to Chase Claypool if he's healthy, and Darnell Mooney, even drafting Tyler Scott, right? The improvements you made on that defensive line and bringing in Zach Pickens, Javon Dexter, Andrew Billings to add to what you've already had and and uh, Demarcus Walker as well. The whole new revamped linebacking core, right? So overall, when you look at the Chicago Bears, the, the questions that are facing them, A, offense. What is the offense going to look like? Is this going to be an offense that is actually formidable in the NFL next season? Next up. Can the Bears get to the defense? To can, can the defense get to the quarterback or put more pressure on the quarterback than what they uh, what they did last season, and then thus 
help our running game, our run defense, which was one of the, the league's worst in run defense, right, to help our secondary be even better. And the secondary started off the season pretty well last season, right? So if you now have a pass rush that is going to help put even more pressure on the quarterback with a solid uh, 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 secondary as well that has its own improvements in bringing in Tyreek Stevenson, right? Jalen Johnson and Eddie, Eddie Jackson both staying relatively healthy this season, right? Those are the questions. Health is a big one as well. Can we stay healthy? We had so many injuries towards the end of the season. If the Chicago Bears can stay healthy, that's one of that answers a huge question on at least evaluating exactly what we have and a lot of the players on this roster. Next up, as far as another question as well, like the growth from all the coaches, Luke Getze, Alan Williams, Matt Eberflus. What does that what does that system look like? What does the hints principle look like for the defense in the second year of it being around? Started off last year is one of the most disciplined defenses to start the season, probably first month and a half to two months of the season. Of course, that fell off, especially with injuries. And hey, that 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 definitely happened. So can we can we stay disciplined throughout the season? And then how do your young players perform? Your first, second year players, how do they perform now? Darnell Wright have, is going to have a huge question in front of him. Braxton Jones, still tons of questions in front of him, even though he's not in his first or second year. Tevin Jenkins, still tons of questions around him as he moves to the other side of the ball as well, right? Are we going to get growth from Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, right? Those are some of the questions that we're looking to hopefully answer uh, as the season goes on. And with training camp officially open now and with preseason right around the corner, hopefully we get more and more answers to those questions as we go through just the normal offseason process. But Hey, I'm looking really forward to it. I think it's going to be an exciting time. It's definitely going to be exciting around here at Chicago Bears Central. Regardless, C-Dubs, we're bringing back the live calls. We're bringing back the live post-game shows. We got everything you could possibly want here at the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. But that's my time for today. We do have some overflow on voicemails. I'm going to see how it goes between today and tomorrow. We may start incorporating just a couple of voicemails over the course of the week as well because I don't want anybody's voicemail to be missed. We appreciate and love you guys so much for the support that you constantly give us. So, hey, keep sending in those voicemails. I know there's some text messages we got to get to as well. We're going to get to those. May have a text message exclusive mailbag to start off with because there are a lot of text messages we've just not been able to get to. So we may get into that next up. Um, But otherwise, other than that, thank you so much for joining us today. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform we're on. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. And then lastly, of course, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because you guys, and like, and like we like to end every episode on, shy town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.